Welcome back to I Do Declare. I'm Bobby. And I'm Lindsay. And today we're joined by two people from the Feliciano School of Business. We have Eileen Fee, who's a student services career advisor. And we also have Peter Schlittenhart, who's also a student services academic advisor with the school. Hello, friends. Hello. Good Thanks afternoon. for being here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we're very excited to have some uh, business folks on the podcast. So business is one of those majors that all of our students here in University College really, really want to know more about. It's the major that we have the most students declare into each year. So we just want to know more about your programs and more about your school. So if you can start us off, um, what does the typical business student look like? Our typical uh, incoming student for School of Business, it requires a 3.0 GPA. And the reason why we have that is just because you know, our faculty are looking for students to really put the work and effort into their programs. One of the kind of misconceived notions of the School of Business is it's cold and heartless, which is really not the <laughs> case at all. Um, it's just that the faculty, as I said, they really want students who are dedicated into learning business and to want to pursue it at a higher level. So that's pretty much what the typical business school student looks like. You'll see a lot of students in our lobby studying on their computers, whether they're uh, debriefing, watching Netflix, just kind of calming down a little bit. Um, but you'll see them in the lobby there, and then you'll see them in our study rooms all throughout the, the, the business school itself. Okay, myth or fact? Students have to dress up in suits and business wear when they go to class. Um, a slightly bit of both. Okay. Um, <laughs> obviously, enough. yeah, we, we want students to be comfortable, but at the end of the day, you never know who's walking through the building. Uh, Career Services does a great job of bringing a lot of executives and hiring managers into the School of Business, so it always helps to be dressed appropriate and professional because you never know when you're going to have that 30 seconds with an employer that you want to create a, uh, create a great first impression with. But yet at the end of the day, too, we do have students, yes, you're in your sweats and your hoodies and they're comfortable and they're just lounging around. So Yeah, I would have to add to that. Um, you know, it's not a requirement, certainly, but because we do have so many events on campus, it's always a good idea. And I do see a lot of students um, dressing in business attire. To, you know, like for to meet with an employer after an event, to get a business card, to get that 30 seconds that Pete was talking about, to be able to follow up, and to make that great first impression. I think that's always important. We also certainly advise students for our career fairs to dress in business attire because you are looking to impress employers. So you, needless to say, you don't want to be showing up in a hoodie. Um, you know, like on those particular days. So it's, you know, dressing to impress. So we were going to talk more about the business administration major, which I believe is your biggest undergrad major in the business school, right? Now, how many different concentrations are in business admin? Um, I believe there are 11, right? Yes. So we have business analytics, we have management of information technology, we have entrepreneurship, international business, management, marketing, finance, and I believe sports events, sports tourism, events, tourism, marketing, retail merchandising. So there, there are quite a few. That, quite a few. that is, that's a, a hefty group, and you just rattled off quite a lot of them. Yes, of I, did, well I, did my, I did my best, yes. <laughs> um, but what do you think are some of the lesser-known concentrations in the business admin major, and what would you want students to know about those concentrations? 
Some of the, uh, we have international business that's probably a little bit less popular. Our more popular ones are the management, marketing, mm. the finance, because what students do is they, they'll go online and they'll see, hey, what, what concentrations or what majors are making me the most money? And they'll see the business analytics and the finance and, and those kinds of concentrations yeah. and accounting. And um, as rigorous as those are, students do like the creativity of, of uh, marketing and management. But I still do, as you said, find value in the entrepreneurships, international business, because it's got that creative mindset. You're thinking of something in a non-traditional way. Uh, you have business is so global now; it's so international that I feel that it's a lot of value in learning how to deal with those kinds of. Um, areas, those global markets that you're not necessarily familiar with, or the entrepreneurship side, which is learning how to create your own business and you create your own startup. And being able to think creatively like that, I think, is an invaluable uh, characteristic and an invaluable trait. Yeah, I would have to add that, you know, just because it's a smaller population or enrollment within a concentration doesn't necessarily mean that it's less popular. Um, it just means that it could be smaller enrollment mm -hmm. for a variety of reasons. Um, I think what's most important from a student perspective is that the student find an area of interest, something that's going to propel them to keep going, to keep working hard at their coursework, and to be able to sell themselves in, a, in for an internship or a co-op um, or an employer, to be able to get excited about what you're focusing on career-wise is what is really going to propel you into that particular career. So I think it's more about a, the student finding something that really interests them and that they can you know, feel really good about and positive about. And to elaborate a little bit more on that, and the good news about the way the business administration curriculum is structured, is students don't have to make that decision right away. Even undeclared students who are looking to go into the business school, and you're going to take the international business, a business law if they haven't already, um, the micro macroeconomics. And then one of the things that I think separates our business school to a lot of others in the area is our integrated core and how that's taught. Uh, one semester, a student will take management, marketing, finance, and operations management, and they learn about it in terms of a case study. I believe in the fall semester, they learned about Starbucks. So they got to break down Starbucks from all four categories. And usually during that semester, a student will find, you know what, I'm really passionate about operations management, so maybe I do want to pursue business analytics, or I love the marketing aspect and creating a SWOT analysis, so maybe I want to concentrate in marketing. So the good news is you don't have to decide right out of the gate that you can take a couple of classes, take that integrated core, and then make your decision from there and still be on pace to gra graduate because you won't start your concentration really until after that integrated core semester. That's amazing. So there's room that. for exploration within, yes, the within the major. Yes, the major. Yeah, yes. that's very helpful. So we do have a lot of students in University College who are interested being in the business program. What would you say for students who didn't make that initial GPA requirement but are working towards it? Other than, of course, getting their GPA up to that GPA up to that 3.0 mark, do you have any thoughts or advice for what they should be doing while they're waiting and working towards getting into the business program? Well, you know, if they're still thinking about the business program, I think a one good way of just educating themselves is to look on our website, Feliciana School of Business and start just really figuring out what it is that they want to do when they get there. Let's just be positive and assume that everyone will get there. Um, and then start educating, read a little bit um, on the different concentrations. 
look up the curriculum mm -hmm. to see. And all of that information is right at our website under the Programs tab. Um, they can read about the curriculum, what kind of courses they would be taking. Um, you know, so I think that will really start helping them formulate those ideas in terms of what they eventually want to go into. And maybe that will get them more excited about, you know, like really hunkering down and doing the work that they need to be doing to get into the business school. Absolutely. They'll also be able to use DegreeWorks. They have the GPA calculator mm -hmm. uh, tool on the DegreeWorks that we use with a lot of our students who are aspiring to get into the School of Business. And then we can see how their courses that they're taking now will actually work towards business administration or our other two majors, uh, economics and accounting, to see how those courses will go from undeclared over to either of those majors. And then they'll be able to see, oh, if I get a B plus this semester in this class or a B and then a C, well, I need to counteract that with an A so they could see the level of, of work that they're going to have to put in and their dedication and the commitment that they want to make to becoming a business school student. Also just smart to sit down with your university college academic advisor because they'll be able to help you make some of those decisions about what gen eds you could be taking right now that would benefit you if and when the time comes that you're into the business program as well. Because of course there's some gen ed classes that exactly. they can be taking yep. that are helping them and going towards that business major as well. As well as, yeah, free electives too. Of course. And we, you know, we have an open door policy as well for the academic advising side of, of our center, the LNA McColgan Student Services Center, which is that first left as you walk in the main entrance to that business school. That's where we're located too. And we do have an open door policy, more than happy to, to speak with students about how those courses would transfer and the, the next steps, as you will, to getting into the School of Business. That's awesome. So we're going to shift a little from the advising center and talk a little bit about careers because students probably think, okay, School of Business, I'm going to be in a suit, I'm going to be a CEO, a CFO, a manager of all this business stuff. What are some unexpected career opportunities that a student might find from the School of Business? Well, you know, a lot of these different areas can be somewhat broad. Management, for example, um, somewhat broad, you can go into a lot of different things with that type of concentration behind you. You can go into human resource management, you can go into operations, you could even go into marketing. What's really important is that you build your resume while you're in the business school with internships in areas that you want to go into potentially or even do a little experimenting maybe you'll do an internship someplace and then decide you know what i don't think that is my path maybe i want to switch gears a little bit so there's a lot of room for you know like growth and thought process and designing your resume to go into a particular area Another idea is, you know, for um, a lot of our students on campus here, to go into entrepreneurship, that's another great idea. You know, you may be, you know, like a great arts, dance type of person, but want to set up your own shop at some day. So you want to understand the business side of how to go about doing that. So there's a lot of crossover. So I think really anything is possible if you put your mind to it and if you start thinking a little bit early and start building your resume into a particular direction. Are there any misconceptions that you think students have about the business admin major? The only misconception that students may have about the business admin major or really any of the majors in, in the School of Business, and Eileen uh, alluded to it before, is 
they come in with the with a what I would call the blinders on in a horse race. When if anyone's ever been to a horse race yet, the horses have the blinders on and they really don't see anything else other than what's in front of them. And for a lot of students, what's in front of them is just earning that degree and just going towards mm. gradu- graduation. One of the challenges I have for all the business schools is to take those blinders off and be able to see the peripheral, see the resume building career development opportunities, not just the I need to develop academically and if I get this degree, I'm going to get this job. That's not always necessarily the case. So it's very important as for any major business administration, accounting or economics is to take those blinders off, see the career development, resume building opportunities and pursue those and be able to bridge the gap between the academics and the career development side of business. Well, you know, for any of our um, students, once they get into the business school, um, I wanted to throw in a little bit about the campus to career transition for our Mm -hmm. business school students. Um, It's another big selling point of the School of Business. Um, It is a zero credit, zero cost part of the curriculum for our students where they earn five points through the semester. And they can earn those points by attending different career events that we have right within the School of Business or submitting some online assignments. But it's a great way for them to start to gear up towards that transition, you know, like once they graduate. Um, In terms of events, we have all of our events listed on Hire a Red Hawk. So everything is right here at your fingertips as students, which is great. Um, That's awesome. Eileen, can you tell us a little bit about what you do in the career services office and what sort of services are offered to students when they come in there? Oh, sure. Um, Well, you know, I personally um, see undergraduate students, MBA students, and um, what we would do is we would start off by talking about, you know, like I like to start with a resume. Um, students will bring in a hard copy of their resume and I'll start reviewing it for them and you know we kind of talk about it step by step as we go along and this way it kind of warms them up and me up as well to what they may want to dive into. Um, We can talk about mock interviews, um, general career advising, internship and job search strategies. Um, I go through LinkedIn as well you know like how to set up a LinkedIn profile. The internship and co-op opportunities are great for our students in terms of maybe getting credit for an internship uh, in place of an elective. Um, So we talk to them about what that process looks like and what they will need to do and some deadlines. So there are a lot of things that students can do once they get into the School of Business. A lot of you know, like resources that we can talk about with them. We have a lot of great online resources. Um, Focus 2 is a great tool for students, even within the business school, once they get in, trying to figure out what kind of concentration they may want to choose. Um, That is an assessment tool, somewhat like the Myers-Briggs, in that, you know, the student will do a few online tests, values, interests, Um, those types of, you know, skills tests, and they put that together to get some career-related information or industry-related information. And once again, it gets back to, you know, like the student researching a lot of this info um, on their own. We also can talk about uh, co-ops and internships. Students can get three credits, uh, possibly, or six credits for a co-op opportunity. 
so there are a lot of things we could talk about. Mock interviews, Big Interview is on the website as well. Big Interview is a great tool for students that are preparing for webcam-based interviews that are very popular with employers now. So it's a great way to start practicing and honing your skills. So there's a lot of different things, a lot of different resources we have, and we can pretty much take from the resume and kind of move through whatever the student needs. Yeah, which is amazing. So it sounds like once you become a business student, you are hooked up to a lot of different resources and you have a lot of different things that the Feliciano School of Business can do for you, which is absolutely incredible. Um, Any other last thoughts that you have for what you would want undeclared students to know or consider when they're mulling over the business major? Just to not really be afraid to, you know, to explore your, you know, still explore yourself in, in School of Business, as I mentioned before about taking the blinders off. I feel like that's super important, something that definitely doesn't get stressed enough, um, taking advantage of seeking out these resources. You mentioned that, you know, once you're in the School of Business, all these things are at your disposal, but to be honest, the, the tools are useless unless you open the toolbox. So it's important for you to go and seek them out, see what we could do for you, and, and see how we can help you. Um, like in our office as well, we also have uh, we have global programs and partnerships. So we have study abroad opportunities that are not just throughout the university, but just for school of business as well. We have our own, that's our third pillar to, to our office. So that's another um, resource that students have exposure to that they can take advantage of. Right now they have a couple of programs over in Italy, a cruise ship, spring break um, opportunity as well that all count for credits for specific concentration. So a lot of unique, fun opportunities to earn credits, still learn about business, and, and move towards graduation. So it's really, really that is neat. very cool. They have a semester at sea program. Is that what the cruise ship one is? So it's um it's right now it's over spring break. It's it's one week, and they learn about how a cruise ship works. So like say for example, you'll be in class from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. roughly on average on a school day, but then the rest of your day is 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 yours. So you get to incorporate a little bit of vacation, a little bit of fun and yet still see the academic side of it as well. So there are a couple of those types of programs. Those are just a couple. There's more. Once again, that office is also located in our LNA McColgan Student Services Center suite where uh, our office is located. So you'll be more than welcome to, to ask uh, the advisor there for global partners and partnerships and how that would work with your curriculum. That sounds like my kind of class. I want to enroll in some of those. <laughs> Take a cruise, earn some credits. It's yeah, pretty, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and of course, we know that the business admin major is competitive. It is one of the most competitive programs here at Montclair State. So we, of course, encourage all of our undeclared students, talk over some options with your current academic advisor here in University College. Because, you know, while we want everybody to get into the business major that they're hoping to get into, we also want you to have an alternative plan um, if that program is, is not working for you. Yeah, and I was also going to say that um, now maybe from a career services standpoint, students can, you know, like ask family, friends, relatives, um, connections, networking connections, if they could go in for a shadowing day um, to see what that particular person's career is all about. Or informational interviews are great ways to gain more information for a student to you know who is deciding which particular concentration to go into so there are a lot of tools out there that you can use you just have to be willing to use them like anything else but I think it's important to talk to people um, career services people 
people that you know, your family members, relatives, neighbors, friends, uh, to start gathering information. I think that is, you know, like the source of a lot of what will propel you through this process. Sounds like a lot of great advice from a lot of great people in the School of Business. So, we try. We, we try. We, we do our best. So, and we understand, too, that a lot of students aren't going to be able to earn that 3.0 GPA. But at the end of the day, we still don't want you to be discouraged from pursuing business. And we do have MBA programs in the School of Business as well and the, the 4 plus 1 program. At, at the moment, and we have their undergraduate in economics. So there are other ways to still get involved in business without having necessarily earned that 3.0 GPA. Still being able to pursue, um, you know, other majors on campus that may not have that GPA requirement, but incorporating a four plus one MBA program with that as well. That's kind of hot off the press. That was recently approved. So as long as a student were to have six free elective credits, you could start actually earning your MBA. Um, while you're learning even a major like psychology that's not necessarily in the business school itself but you're still able to um, still earn your MBA that way and still get that exposure to business if you're not necessarily able to get your undergrad in it itself with and that 3.0. That's also amazing because you could start taking graduate level credits at an undergra- undergraduate level price. Yes. Which is an awesome deal too. Yes, definitely saving uh, a couple bucks that way. Um, they still do have a GPA requirement, but let's say, for example, you've exhausted your options of getting into the undergraduate and you're not necessarily looking to study in, in economics and, and um, you know, kind of be stuck in economics a little bit for your undergrad, you're still able to earn that bachelor's degree. We still want you to work towards your degree and not necessarily spend semester upon semester just repeating coursework trying to get into the School of Business, that there are still other avenues to get you to where you want to go and to get you to achieve that goal if business is, in fact, your, 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 major, you know, your major of choice. For sure. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and chatting with us about business today. Well, thanks for, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. I'm Bobby. And I'm Lindsay. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>